0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to week four. Week three was a lovely week for us, personally winning over $35,000 ruskies on all the slates, and the community did a lovely job. The first looks are a fun time, but it's also a time to actually look at what happened in week three and what has happened through the first three weeks and injuries and things along those lines and how they could impact week four. Now, I am recording this on Monday morning at 9 a.m., literally the first time i'm looking at these salaries the first time so we don't have all the information we need by any means for injuries we don't have all the information that we need in terms of routes run and all that data that comes out usually monday afternoon so after watching the accelerated tape it takes about 10 minutes if you speed it up on every single one of these games and understanding what happened from the stats and scoring and all that type of opportunities projections not knowing routes yet we feel pretty good about looking for a first look. And we're going to have fun with this, of course, right? Last week, T. Higgins was in my first look. He's obviously hurt, so you're not playing these lineups. But we're trying to get our first read on what these salaries are looking like. A reaction-style video. These are fun, they're casual, but they're still informational and entertainment involved in them. What's the point otherwise? Hit you with the schmacks with some info, hit you with the schmacks with some entertainment. So let's get into this. If you enjoy this content right now, if you've seen me in the past, and if it's your first time, it's great to meet you, please do hit the subscribe button button let's slide into this first look lineup we'll build a cash and even a gpp lineup so we slide into it and we start at the quarterback position now on my other screen over here full disclosure i have up the totals for next week's games and by next week's games but depending on when you're watching this watching this it could be this week's games and we have a couple. I mean, not, not nearly as many 50-plus point totals. A 55-point total for the Chiefs and Eagles. So you see Mahomes at the top. We'll see where Jalen Hurts is. A 50 and a half point total for the Panthers and Cowboys. That Panthers good defense, although it kept getting banged up. They lose a Horn, their top pick in the first round. Cowboys, we'll see what they do tonight on Monday Night Football. A nice total for the Vikings and Browns game, and then a massive total in the afternoon for the Cardinals and Rams. Decent total for Seahawks and 49ers. So those are some of the high total games. You get Mahomes up here. I'm honestly not too interested in playing Mahomes in cash, at least in GPPs. I can go right back to the well for a similarly priced patrick mahomes who had a floor game last week of 25 fantasy points right a floor game of where in the first half he's got like five points and puts up 20 in the second half like it's almost nothing josh allen finally breaks out and now he gets houston and that's a great matchup for eight thousand dollars kyler's price point drops he gets the rushing touchdown nothing in the air now gets the rams we just saw what the rams did against tom brady in tampa bay brady gets there for 400 yards and almost like 150 of that or more was basically in garbage time lamar's on here russell wilson so we're looking at some nice quarterbacks here it's just like price wise they don't stand now gpp is of course for stacking we can look at that after we build this cash lineup but russell wilson looks good against san fran you just saw Rodgers have a lovely game against them do whatever he wanted i expect dk Metcalf have to be good lockett came back after injury so that's okay stafford continues to be i would say underpriced and, and underappreciated a 54 implied total for week four right now stafford this past week going for four touchdown passes i believe he basically was hitting everybody even gets yeah four touchdown passes even gets in the involvement of Deshaun Jackson for a 100-yard game he just is playing so well right now second 300-yard game you can expect a ton of passing attempts again we'll see if Henderson misses because that's even more skewing towards the pass for a team that does want to run the ball though so let's see here so now you get the opposite side as an underdog but still coming in in that 55 and point total this Philadelphia Eagles team this is going to be a really fun game they're getting Kansas City dead last ranked secondary right now this is a good spot for Jalen Hurts at 6,900 we'll see what he does on Monday Night Football but 144 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground so far that looks really good Rodgers is here Dak Prescott is here I know the matchup against Carolina is tough but he's at home they have over a 51 implied total for this game Carolina lost three defensive players in that last game JC Horn for an extended period of time so Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott the guys who are actually playing each other on Wednesday Night Football Week 3 these look like the guys who really stand out for me Um, Hurts obviously gives you the mobility Dak Prescott it's going to be a similar implied total here Hurts playing from behind Prescott at home in this one I believe is going to be a slight favorite so this is one where it's just kind of a coin flip at this point Uh, I'll put Dak Prescott in our 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 cash lineup right now for $6,700, but we can look at the rest of the quarterback, see if there's any other values. Cousins in a nice total game. Cousins continues to ball out. I mean, just very underappreciated, continues to go off. That's now two out of three games of 300 or more passing yards. He's got two touchdowns in at least every single game. And I mean, the guy's averaging like 26 fantasy points right now in another good matchup against Cleveland, who's much better against the run so far. Secondary has been a little bit shaky, obviously what they just did. This past weekend's game is less about their secondary, more about the problems on Chicago, what they're having right now. So Cousins and GPPs make sense. Hill, baker Darnold. i mean none, nothing else is standing out for like cast like Darnold looks fine at 6k he's at least worth mentioning against dallas especially if they don't look good tonight but Diggs looks good in the secondary they have anthony brown the secondary looks improved so far through two games this year we'll see what happens on monday night daniel jones is down here as a popular play last week daniel jones does not come through for many people last week saquon barkley ends up getting there for some people of course we'll be interested to see what his price point is jimmy g in the five there's not much down here like, these are stationary quarterbacks big ben is washed as it gets matt ryan in like his best games is scoring you 18 to 20 points these days which is the floor of so many of these other guys. Justin Fields, no thank you. People owned him at 6% clip last week. No thank you on Justin Fields that line and Justin Fields himself is raw. They knew this Chicago. That's why Andy Dalton's been playing. Every single media in town and person out there wants to say, "Why are they playing? Why why won't they play Justin Fields? Dalton stinks. Well, the offensive line is really bad. Dalton might not be the greatest, but Justin Fields is not ready. We saw that in the preseason. He did not know how to read blitz pickups. He was very raw as a product. They knew this. Chicago knew this. Their organization, I assume knows that he is not ready. Plus why he has not been star- Starting this season and the injury forced him to start him it's gonna get bad in chicago i put a tweet out real bad in chicago if in two to three weeks this offensive line is still bad fields looks as bad as he did in that last game yeah he got sacked a lot but some of those sacks were on him and he looked bad i don't care what you tell me andy dalton threw for more than 47 yards in a couple of those games field potential all there but for right now i'd be concerned you might have to start Nick Foles in like two or three weeks for Chicago. That whole city would fucking burn down. But there's nothing down here. Brissett, 51. Like there's nothing down here that I'm playing in cash games. There's a bunch of backups now. I don't even see a single guy in the five K range that looks good for like a cash type build. No thank you on Matt Ryan, Jimmy G. No thank you there against Seattle, who's struggling against the run. That's a good spot to run the ball. Nothing in cash stands out. Daniel Jones is now priced up for five K range. Yeah, we're just gonna go with either Dak or Jalen. Like it looks pretty straightforward. You either pay all the way up if you have enough value. We'll see what the other positions have us at now, and you go get a Kyler Murray. Or you just play Jalen Hurts or Dak. I mean, if you're playing, trying to build an optimal lineup, that makes a lot of sense. Let's now slide to the running back position here. Henry's up top. McCaffrey's probably gonna miss. Kamara actually got in the end zone and looked decent, but it wasn't that elite. The touchdown kind of skewed his production a little bit. Dalvin Cook missed last week. We'll see what he does. Madison had a great game, was number two in rushing, only behind one yard behind Derrick Henry, I believe. Aaron Jones is on here. Tough matchup against Pittsburgh, with they're at home. There's We'll see what the injuries on T.J. Watt and Devin Bush are. Nick Chubb. Najee Harris. Najee Harris, a man who saw, what, 16 or 15 targets? He ended up seeing 19 targets in this game? When I turned the game off, Najee Harris had 15 receptions or, f- or 12 receptions on 15 targets. Najee Harris gets the 100 yard receiving bonus, only took him 19 fucking targets to do so. I mean, this is just, this is two things. This is Deontay Johnson not being there on those short to intermediate routes for Big Ben. Look at this, 19 fucking targets. And it's also, it's also the fact that you do not have out there right now, you do not have out there any sort of uh, quarterback that can throw downfield. Like coming into the week last week, Big Ben said that his shoulder's messed up and it's going to be messed up. Well, that's not good. That's not good for a guy who already looks terrible. And Big Ben was probably one of the worst looking quarterbacks outside of Justin fields that I've seen um, last week for sure but on the entire season Big Ben looked terrible I would expect this to continue we saw Green Bay uh, they're not the greatest linebacker in court by any means they lost a linebacker in that last game in Barnes and they have struggled for years to stop the scheme no matter which defensive coordinator comes in to stop these schemes of just check down running backs and like Kyle's use check for the San Francisco 49ers was doing fine you saw a couple receptions for uh, Trey Sermon one or two receptions so Najee Harris here looks good we'll see if there's any other options Saquon's price only comes up $100 after having six receptions which ties the most that that he's seen since week 13 of the 2019 season so that's good for Saquon good that Daniel Jones is checking down to him tough matchup though versus this new orleans front he's gonna have to get it done in the receiving game because this offensive line is not giving him anything i mean he had 41 rushing yards this past week saquon's interesting though because of the price point madison will be in play he's at home he's gonna be an underdog though right now they're only opening up as one point dogs though so it should be close cleveland's run defense does rank number one already through three weeks it could be a little bit skewed of course because of the data and getting justin fields in that bears offense that looked terrible in that offensive line last week but madison he's gonna definitely be in play he caught a bunch of balls madison if there's no dalvin cook will be the guy that i go to so we can just put madison in right here because not only did he have the rushes right he had all those rushing yards he still ended up seeing in the passing game a bunch of receptions he ended up having in that game six receptions on eight targets right the 160 plus total yard game so assuming there's no dalvin cook will go alexander madison if dalvin cook plays obviously don't play him zeke plays tonight continues to be disrespected in his price point for his role on this team leading all running backs through routes run through two weeks we'll see if that continues miles sanders is here no thank you a home underdog jonathan taylor is here he's been a two down back with naeem himes now stealing goal line touches taylor this past week only 11 touchdowns in the game that was a one score game for the far majority of that game to be honest with you so Taylor's disappointing at this point he could be an interesting option though against miami now in a gpp format jonathan taylor so taylor not for cash carson continues to just get you 15 points a week basically averaging that right now get sam Fran. oh man deandre swift is here yes please so deandre swift is 6,200 dollars only comes up in price point by 400 at halftime he only had five Five points then he comes out in the second half and on the first drive in the second half catches like five balls for 40 yards gets a couple rushing yards gets a touchdown and just like that you look up and john and, and deandre swift has 20 fantasy points after like the first drive of the second quarter i should have had another rushing touchdowns so it looks like he broke the plane but they called it back then jamal williams stole that touchdown but 6200 for a guy who is basically on pace right now to probably catch 100 balls as a running back that is the elite upside jared goff continues to check down to these guys jamal williams has been involved though jamal williams is playing continues to play a lot we just saw that last week but i will. still 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 gladly take him at that point antonio gibson had the big reception chuba hubbard of course watch at $5,900 oh, that's that's steep like that's a gpp price because royce freeman will be involved royce freeman in that game did have touches right he came out of the bench cold and royce freeman was a solid pass catching running back and a solid running back in general did see six opportunities in that game now hubbard saw 17 but he was the direct backup going in i would not be shocked if it's a 14 opportunity to 10 opportunity game and then you're overpaying for hubbard early in the week that looks like a steep price at least for cash type builds we'll see for gpps henderson if he plays at $5,600 This is a smash play at home as a favorite against this arizona team which is a solid matchup if henderson plays over sony michelle i'll be interested to see where sony michelle's price point is but a smash play clyde edwards Hilaire scores a touchdown actually runs well has a couple of nice receptions he gets the price bump up now by a couple hundred dollars javante scores a touchdown not really interested sony michelle's here at 5200 michelle did decent against tampa bay like one of the best running backs in terms of success over the last two years and it's pretty bad that he still averaged 3.4 yards per carry but they gave him 24 opportunities he had 23 touches for 79 yards in this game and what is the toughest matchup that you will find in football i mean not only are you seeing Guys like Zeke earlier this year struggle but Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, the combination of those players combined for like 40 yards total last year on the ground. So, Sonny Michel is strongly in play for cash formats as a favorite, being involved in the receiving game. I would expect 16 to 18 plus opportunities and all the red zone work and all the touches. So, Sony Michel, if at $5,200, if there's no Daryl Henderson, he's he's in play. If there is Daryl Henderson, expect some sort of a split, but both of them remain in play. Mike Davis is down here. You still get Cordell Patterson catching a bunch of balls, but Patterson again only like seven carries now, back to back weeks. Davis is the main rb you're just getting patterson and a lot of these out of the backfield swing passes trey sermon's interesting at five thousand dollars he gets the touchdown but we'll see if hasty's ready last week or, or not hasty he's on ir if M- uh, mitchell eli mitchell is ready this week that could obviously stagnate anything you want to do with trey sermon cordell patterson like i said he's gonna catch you like six balls for 40 yards out of the backfield and it depends what he does on the ground he's inefficient on the ground he's been playing well i mean the last two weeks he's been playing well i just don't think it holds up now you get this terrible offensive line versus the washington defensive line scary spot Freeman's here, GPP play at 4,700. All these running backs for the Jets are down here. Not much now is down here, right? These guys are not involved at four thousand dollars. Nothing is standing out. So that's where we'll go with running backs. Maybe we'll get a flex play and a Saquon Barkley or a Najee Harris. Uh, but Dak Prescott, Madison, and Swift. If there's no Madison, we just a hundred dollars more. You can get Saquon in here. It's as simple as that. As we go through this, let's go to the wide receivers now. And before we go to the wide receivers, I want to let you know about the sponsor of the program. It's Prize Picks. It's just an over/under. You take the over/under on props on fantasy points. It's that simple. Do you think over/under these things will happen? But the nice thing for you is, especially if you're not really interested in this or you don't want to put the money in you get a free $100 wager it's free limited time offer if you use the code sal on prize picks they're the number one sponsor of this program i love what they do over there so what i took right now depending on when you're watching this this is for the thursday night football game obviously if you're watching this on friday saturday or sunday well you can just play some props for the sunday main slate. but a lot of you will watch this before thursday night i took the over marvin jones 62 and a half receiving yards i have him for about 68 yards and i took the over tyler boyd 56 and a half we'll see if t higgins plays or not if t higgins does play well this doesn't look as good of a number but i'm still in that neighborhood and if he doesn't play we'll take that little bonus there then i have tyler boyd in the 60s for receiving yards put 50 bucks on this if you hit one out of two you get some of your money back if you hit both of them you win that's the nice thing about prize picks it's not does not have to be parlays if you don't want to so it's as simple as that you just take the over under it's a limited time offer so f-r-e-e that is free $100 $100 bet. $300 up to $100 bet. Use the code SAL. It's linked down below. That is prize picks. Go play some props for Thursday night. Make that Thursday night game that's not going to look that good on paper. Bengals versus Jaguars, just like last week's game. Just make it a little bit more entertaining. It's something at stake for you in there outside of just DFS. Get up in the props, win some dollar What do you say? Use the code SAL. Let's transition now to the wide receivers, if I do say so myself. So the wide receivers right now, you can see the studs are on the screen. Tyreek Hill, he's cover twos lately. They're doing everything they can to take him away, and, and it's working through two games. I mean, Tyreek Hill, if he comes up with that catch in the middle of the field, he's got like a 95-yard game, maybe the 100-yard bonus, and it's a little bit different towards the end of the game against the Chargers. But still, they're, they're shutting him down Adams uh, 132 yard game touchdown he's just going to continue to dominate nothing on Pittsburgh especially if Joe Hayden continues to miss nothing on Pittsburgh nothing in the league but nothing on Pittsburgh is going to stop him if you have the money I'd play Adams this week for sure in cash I'm going to be trying to play him in GPPs because why not finally Cooper Cup gets the pricing he deserves as a player who continues to just dominate yet again this week two touchdowns yet again this week 10 plus targets he continues to be the wide receiver one in fantasy he is right now averaging in fantasy football over 30 points per game these are his fantasy finishes just absolutely insane look at this beautiful man right here it's about time it's about time somebody got this man into a featured role a quarterback that can actually contain him for not these underneath passes and just mainly red zone usage cooper cup obviously fantastic but at this point give me Devonte adams for a similar price point even though that game environment is great yet again you're going to see this week uh, high owned stacks but not high enough of matthew stafford cooper cup this week, you're probably going to get a cheaper Robert Woods. I don't even see him in the pricing yet. The run backs of anything on Arizona, the four to five options that Arizona has, this is going to be a great week. That's the game environment, four o'clock game. It's going to be the chalk stack. It's going to be the one you want to get uh, different with and, and sneaky with. Hopkins struggled last week. Now he gets Ramsey. Ramsey moving all around the field, but I would expect a shadow here. He doesn't shadow often, like maybe once out of every 10 games. If there was ever a game to shadow, he did shadow Ramsey back in the day when he was with Jacksonville and Ramsey was on the Texans. And in those matchups, they would win half the time. Hopkins won once or twice. So, it will be a tough matchup. Justin Jefferson is on here. Can we continue or can we start giving Justin Jefferson uh, some credit? Justin Jefferson, right, in a game where they actually were able to run the ball and they used two tight ends, so less K.J. Osborne, Jefferson continues to get the targets, 11, 10, and 9. Jefferson continues to put up fantasy points. Like his worst games right now, he's still putting you up. I mean, this is his floor, 12 fantasy points, right, for his volume. This is 18 and a half last week when K.J. Osborne goes off. In the first two weeks, K.J. Osborne's is he- heavily used. And then a week where they actually want to run the offense that they like to run. And now in a game where it should be a one-point spread and probably try and run that offense again, meaning run the ball 20 times, run first play action offense find justin jefferson's have two tight ends on the field so not a kj osborne i mean justin jefferson has just been fantastic he continues to be adequately to underpriced, but the ownership is never on him you got a 30 point game out of him last week with no ownership the seattle guys continue to be just like last week 74 and 7300 back to back in the pricings i'll continue to prefer dk metcalf and his 30 plus percent target share and his likely massive penis next up paul's next up is going to be calvin ridley's here terry McLaurin. these guys don't look like cash options cd lamb CD Lam looks like a cash option especially since we have dak prescott so cd lamb stands out we'll see where amari is dj moore had the big the big he, he came out for a little while but the big thursday night football game that's definitely a cash option and look they're playing dallas this looks like a great already i'm looking at a gpp stack CeeDee Lamb, Dak, it back with DJ Moore. We'll see where we get Amari Cooper. I'm um, scrolling down now. Debo's here. It looks like Brandon is going to be more involved as he should. Brandon Cooks. I mean, why not Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks has now basically broken a bunch of records in terms of overall receptions and targets through a, being a 27-year-old in the NFL very quietly. I mean, Brandon Cooks, since he's come into the league, Brandon Cooks so far, these are his fantasy finishes, just always underrated. No matter what team he's on, it doesn't matter. In 2015, the wide receiver 13. In 2016, the wide receiver 10. In 2017, the wide receiver 15. In 2018, the wide receiver 13 in 2020 the wide receiver 17 and now in 2021 through three weeks of the season he's a top 10 wide receiver yet again his worst finish since coming into the league his worst finish since 2015 has been the wide receiver 17 yet he continues to go in drafts outside the top 40 yet he continues to be disrespected in the pricing the pricing is starting to get right here but Brandon Cooks is 6400 no matter who the matchup is I don't care if it's Tredavious White out there he's going to move around he's going to get into the slot he's going to be targeted 10 plus times this is still a fair price point this guy should be seven that plus seven thousand dollars plus will take Brandon Cooks there at $6,400 and we'll continue to scroll now as we see Chase Claypool good GPP option there especially if you want to skinny stack that with Devontae Adams Amari Cooper's here he's got crack ribs he's about to play on Thursday Night Football assuming he does not get hurt if he does it's because I didn't see him because he hasn't played yet as of my recording but assuming he doesn't get hurt at $6,000 yeah last week he only had five targets or week two at least only had five targets but that's because he cracked his ribs and came out still ran 29 routes Amari there if we play him we get $4,500 to play with that's fantastic so let's keep going through wide receivers now Odell at 5,800 came in and saw a 29% target share Devonta Smith plays tonight great game environment that's a really good stack option if you can stack up the Chiefs this week and come back with a cheap ass Devonta Smith 5,700 you're gonna see a 30% target share as he has been on the year that's great Sterling Shepard's banged up so another reason why maybe we like Saquon Barkley although Evan Ingram returns can take up some of that usage maybe Kadarius Tony takes up some of it if he was to miss Galladay should benefit from that but he won't based on the role that he plays in this offense Cole Beasley has now had two 13 targets games on the season here's Robert Woods I mean GPP option yet again Robert Woods uh, six targets this past week Robert Woods now is not producing all that much 19 targets through three weeks so it's not terrible by any means he'll also have one or two end rounds this is yet again another great game environment for this team Robbie Anderson great GPP play if you wanted to go to him over like uh, DJ Moore and get a little bit sneaky with it they got to get him more involved after paying him that contract they said they're going to Jalen Waddle's down here I'm pretty sure I saw Jalen Waddle catch like 15 balls this week. All right, so Jalen Waddle caught 12 balls for for 58 yards. I mean, look at that offense. 12 balls for 58 yards is basically used as a running back at 4,900 though. Like he's seeing the volume, and Jacoby Brissett now seems to trust him. Let's put Jalen model in there at 4,900, give us some salary relief. Assuming we can't find another cheap wide receiver, we scroll down through wide receivers. Will Fuller seem to get banged up and also gypped of a an, an overtime reception? Jalen Rager, AJ Green, Rondell Moore. Yeah, these are guys I don't really want to play. Hardman is yet again a GPP option based on that price point. That's pretty attractive. Scrolling down, Zacchaeus had like a couple of receptions, but it's not anything worthy. Uh, Terrace Marshall had a couple of receptions. Again, not really worthy. Had a couple when there was no DJ Moore out there. Cedric Wilson is a little bit overpriced for 4K unless something happens tonight to another receiver. There's not much value wide receivers like Mooney. No thank you in that offense. Uh, Van Jefferson. Sure. He gets volume, but more of a GPP play. And yeah, not much here. KJ Osborne. If they keep going two tight ends, it's not going to look good. He's already, I mean, fairly priced last week at $3,500. I wasn't interested. I'm not at 37. Like Anthony Miller looked good, but maybe we start to get some guys from Houston to return. We won't get Nico Collins, but maybe we start to get some other guys to return to the offense here. And Anthony Miller, in general, it's not the most flashy type of a play. Yeah, this is tough. I don't see any values. I mean, Hamler got hurt in that last game. None of these guys are involved in their offense. No thank you, Amon Ross St. Brown. No thank you, Donovan Peoples-Jones or Campbell. Sadly, I wish Campbell was more involved. I'm not seeing any value. Maybe there's a $3,000 receiver that looks like a great value that I'm just not seeing because you got to scroll through so many guys, but that doesn't feel good. So we got Amari, we got Brandon Cooks, we got Jalen Waddle. We'll we'll take the, I mean, Waddle at $4,900 is like the best value. I mean, it's going to be tough. This week, you're not going to be able to pay up a quarterback, at least in cash formats, it doesn't seem. At least we got a lot of great 6K running backs. Um, let's just put in a quick defense, just a cheap defense to fill this thing out. Um, that's what we did last week, $2,100 defense. Uh, let's see, defenses here $2,100 Eagles. They can generate pressure against the Chiefs. Fine. Oh, but it's a high team total. That's fine. The higher the total, the more the throws, the more opportunities for potential turnovers. So now we have $5,500 left over. We go to tight ends. We won't be able to afford an expensive one, although Kittle is a fair price point. If we play him, we'd have to find like a value 5K player. doesn't seem like there's a lot. Maybe Maybe a Sonny Michelle. You can go with like a Kittle and a Sony Michelle. I prefer Kittle to Hawkinson this week. Andrews, Pitts, Pitts, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with him. A top five pick not even being used. Used as wide receiver, but just looks terrible. At least Jamar Chase is scoring touchdowns and moving the needle a little bit for his team. Higby gets the price bump up. Tonyan is fairly priced fonts, not seeing much volume in that offense. This is definitely the play. This is the Higby play from last week. Mike Gusecki got like six targets on the final drive for Miami. A lot of it was in overtime. So just keep in mind that, I mean, basically half of these receptions came in overtime for Mike Gusecki, but maybe that starts to get a little bit of a connection going with, and the Raiders will give up to the tight ends and running backs out of the backfield, but maybe that gets a little bit going now between him and Jacoby Brissett, Gusecki, the 10 catch game. Don't expect that again though, but the 10 catch game was targeted late in the second week when Jacoby Brissett came in five times by Brissett percent in that game in this game in regulation he only I think had six or seven targets so overtime obviously skewed his numbers a good amount but but, but just stands out I mean four thousand dollars Do we find somebody else as good as that Hooper scored a touchdown not much volume mm. Tyler Conklin is a name though like if this game stays close and it doesn't get out of control you're going to have here Tyler Conklin like Tyler Conklin seven catches on eight targets for 70 yards because they were in two tight end formats unless KJ Osborne on the field um you just know Mike Gusecki's role is going to be there though but that is the way Tyler Conklin gets you there for a $500 discount off of Mike Gusecki if that gets you up to a more elite quarterback or a more elite wide receiver go for it I mean I'm trying to see if there's anything else down here I think Gerald Everett had a decent game he had five catches 55 yards you can see right here uh that's a fine game but he's not running a lot of routes last week we saw a little bit more of that should be another good game environment $3,200 Everett. So these are the tight ends like Everett, uh, Tyler Conklin, Gasecki. If you're, if you're trying to find a value one, Evan Ingram's in here, especially if there's no Sterling Shepard. Ingram did not produce, but he did see six targets and now there's no Sterling Shepard. Daniel Jones does like Evan Ingram. That's a nice cheap $3,000 price point. I'm fine to punt that p- price point in cash. I'm also fine to play that in a GPP. I mean, that's a nice thousand dollar discount off of Mike Gasecki. Maybe we'll build that into the GPP line, but let's just keep Gasecki for now. Uh, what does that leave us with? It leaves us with $7,100. I mean, that's a lot of money that we have to spend right now for a flex. That's fantastic. And if you went down, if you went down and you got off of Mike Gusecki to Evan Ingram, you can just play Devonta Adams, which is probably the move because for $7,100, we can play Tyler Lockett, Nick Chubb, Ridley, but I'm just going to do that. I'm just gonna go down to Evan Ingram or 3,200 Gerald Everett. Really, whichever one you want to play here. Even if you go to Everett, I think yeah, you can still afford Devontae Adams. And Adams plays the four o'clock game. Look at that, beautiful. I mean, that works out beautiful for us. I was gonna play Mike Geseki, but if you tell me it's Mike Geseki and Calvin Ridley or Devonte Adams and Gerald Everett, I'll just take Devonte Adams security. I'll take the fact that Gerald Everett could be the exact same player as Mike Geseki, honestly. And there you go. There's a cash-based lineup. Dak Prescott, you know the security that he brings in the high total games. You get his uh, top wide receiver Amari Cooper as long as he's healthy. Uh, you get Alexander Madison now Madison is 6600 so to get up to like a Najee Harris if you want to play Najee Harris you would have to come down and here's another thing you can do you can just go right here if you didn't want to play Alexander Madison or just say Alexander Madison is not the guy this week say he's not the guy this week because Dalvin Cook is there then you just go to Evan Ingram and you come up right here and bang just beautiful like that you could also get like a skinny stack in here now with Najee Harris and Devante you just go to Evan Ingram who does probably not have Sterling Shepard we'll see and I get Najee Harris and his 25 plus touches I like DeAndre Swift for the price point obviously you don't feel as secure with 20 touch volume but in this matchup you might actually see it if the game stays close should stay close here Brandon Cooks in his volume. Jalen Waddle in his projected volume and really just the price point. Devontae Adams, Evan Ingram. We like to see what we're seeing right here. This feels very secure. If we wanted to very quickly turn this into, by the way, hit the like and subscribe if you're not already. If we wanted to very quickly just turn this into a GBP lineup, let's just take out some of these other wide receivers, leave an Amari Cooper, take out some of these other wide receivers and just start building the CD Lamb, the Dallas stack, right? So let's just go with CD Lamb here with Amari Cooper. We'll run it back to get different instead of DJ Moore to save some money. Let's run it back with Robbie Anderson, right? That gets us different. That saves us money. He's like 1500 dollars off it seems from dj Moore's price point so we can keep the same running max in here you can switch them if you want if you wanted to switch swift to a uh Jonathan Taylor for a hundred dollars more to get different. That could be interesting. So we can keep these same running backs tight end and a flex here. We have fifty two hundred dollars left for each. It depends on how much you want to spend at tight end. You could easily afford if you wanted to George Kittle. You can go right back to Kyle Pitts now with people down on him this week. I'm completely fine sticking with Evan Ingram and seeing what happens during the week because if we get Evan Ingram in here at seventy four hundred, we have or if we get him in here at three thousand, we have seventy four hundred dollars now for our flex. So a seventy four hundred dollar flex this week can pay for a look at that Justin Jefferson. I don't know what time Justin Jefferson plays compared to these Cowboys. But let's just see what happens here. Justin Jefferson, and the reason I'm saying that is you want to put your late players into. So he plays at noon. The Cowboys are going to be playing, I believe, at noon as well. So it doesn't really matter. Um, they're both playing at the same time. But if Justin Jefferson was playing in the later games, you definitely want to get him into the flex just in case you want to change out that player to make up some ground if your first players don't play as well. But this looks like a pretty solid cash lineup. You get the pass catching running backs, delete upside, in Najee Harris and Najee harrison Swift. Dak with C. D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Run back with Robbie Anderson and his upside. Hasn't played well this year, but they say they want to get him more involved. Evan Ingram is a punt tight end, but six targets left last week should see more if there's no Shepherd. Jefferson is just going to Jefferson. He's fantastic. And yeah, that is as simple as that. There's your GPP and your cash lineups for week four. Again, this is just for fun. It's early week. There's are still solid lineups. Like, I'm trying here. We have information. We're using it, but we're going to get way more information from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Injuries, uh, news, role changes, a bunch of matchups we can look deeper into. And that's why you should hit the subscribe and notification bell so you know when they're all dropping on this channel because all that stuff will be covered on this channel. So thank you for tuning in. I'll see you all in the next one. You all rock. Be sure to support the sponsor of the program. Go get that free $100 bet on prize picks right now. Why not? It's free. No risk right there. So try it out down below. Use that code i'll see you all in the patreon discord with all the patreon tools that's all linked down below as well peace out gang this is fun the first look for week four how about that best of luck this week